Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We welcome in Peter Labardius, our good and longtime friend. Great times to be alive, Lou. It's good. It's good. He's you, good. It, he's good. He's number one. Never mind. He's the best. You make for 25, you sell for 325. Is he good? Sorry. Didn't take you long. <laughs> well, it's you, you set me up. So when, yes. you, when you put it on a tee, I'm going to hit it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Can you believe it's already hour two of the RP Show, your favorite daytime sports talk show on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. We've covered all kinds of ground. Like I said, summer sports. There's no hockey going on, although that is our poll question, and we'll get to that with our hour two, hour two guests. But we've been talking CFL, NFL, British Open, Tour de France. Blue Jays, they're at the Dodgers tonight. That's kind of my focus this week. But we're going to welcome in now the voice of the Calgary Stampeders, Mark Stephen, today. And uh, he's, I, I'm a little worried about him. You got to stay hydrated, Mark. You said after a wild football game, you oh, called at McMahon Stadium. Huh? I was sweating after the game. It was just that good. It was that that nice of a day and that of a tense of a game. So there you go. 43-41, the Ottawa Red Blacks in overtime beat the Calgary Stampeders at McMahon Stadium. So uh, Mark's with us for about 11:35. You said you got to yep. leave, right? Mountain time, everybody. So there's. You can get your questions in for Mark, one half of the longest-serving play-by-play crew in the Canadian Football League. He can talk about many things. And there are audience questions coming in, too. Dave Naylor of TSN was with us last hour, but we get, didn't get to as much with him as we like. We couldn't answer all of your questions. So we're going to fire him at you, Mark. Lucky you. <laughs> and Zig Fricasi will be joining us from Sirius XM NFL Radio later to talk about the opening of NFL camps. But Stamps 2-4, and four, let's get down to it. I've been dying to talk to you about this. They haven't won a home game yet this year. How's that going over, Mark? Oh, not very well. It's troubling. It's yeah. really troubling for somewhere that was such a fortress for so long. And, uh, you know, it's a 0-3, two overtime losses. It's crushing, but they're losses nonetheless. So, no, it's not going very well. And then they've got Toronto and Winnipeg as their next uh, home games coming up. So it's tough. And, uh, you know, they've got to find a way to get it done. They came close a couple of occasions, but uh, it hasn't happened. Well, uh, I will sprinkle in some of the viewer comments. Uh, Jeff in Winnipeg says it's been a wild season so far in the CFL. Some fantastic finishes. And that's a fact. We should go back to last week at Saskatchewan, yep. man. Like, if you haven't called many yep. that thriller like that. Well, until this weekend. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Ending. That was spectacular in Regina. It was really good. It was uh, part of a three-pack uh, of sensational games. The game before, the Ottawa-Winnipeg game, and the game the night before, Montreal and Toronto. So that was uh, a fabulous advertisement for the CFL. Folks, I'll get to your comments. Just hang on. I'm just getting the stuff off my chest. I wanted to ask Mark, and then I'll turn it over to you people, okay? But, Mark, after that game, and I'm a lot of people watching right now across Canada and 31 U.S. states, they follow our CFL coverage. Um, SAS goes up, what, one point with a minute, less than a minute to go. What was left when the Stamps took the ball over in Regina? 50 less seconds? than a minute, yeah. I was going to say about 50 seconds. Yeah. yeah. And then you guys marched the other way. 50-yard field goal, kick it, hallelujah, for you, see you later, Stamps win, Ryder Nation crushed. You took a picture on the concourse of Ryder fans dejected. I'm like, Mark, that's just sadistic. Oh, they're there. They're wandering around. Have you ever done that before? That's just mean. He takes a picture of the home fans and puts it on Facebook. Dejected Ryder fans is what I think. Okay, well, they're dejected. Too bad. (laughs) Come back next time. (laughs) Well, that's a rivalry. That's a. It's not what it was, though. Or oh, is no. it? Or is it? I don't think so. No, not 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 right now. Uh, it, it could ignite fairly quickly, but not right now. I don't think. No. Yeah. Well, that was uh, like I say, one of the thrilling endings. And so oh, the, yeah, yeah, very much. So. Okay. Okay. Thank you. We got some great questions coming in. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says it's entirely possible, although unimaginable. The Stampeders could be 0-5 at home heading into Labor Day. The next two home games leading up to Labor Day are Toronto and Winnipeg. 
Have you looked that far ahead? Yeah, and I have, and I, I think it's very possible. Here's the other thing, too, the Toronto game. Toronto is a difficult opponent under any circumstances, but the Stampeders play a Sunday game in Montreal and come all the way across and have the short week from Sunday to Friday. Every team's going to do it this year or has done it this year, so it's not poor stamps. But, boy, that is tough. That is really tough. You know, that you have to make that trip to accommodate the Sunday schedule. A lot of teams, well, everybody has a five-day week somewhere down the line in the season. Tell me, well, speaking of travel, uh, from the coverage I heard, because I just came back from Saskatchewan this weekend, this road trip, Saskatchewan playing in Vancouver last Saturday. That's another one, yeah. Going to Halifax next Saturday is the longest road trip in Canadian Football League history, and they're already on a two-game losing streak. What is your take on the green guys before we go back to these questions? Well, it's clear they're going to struggle, I believe, uh, until Mason Fine finds his footing. Could he? Sure. But he hasn't as of yet. Uh, he's also dealing with quite a depleted receiving core. I think uh, Key and Schaefer-Baker is tremendous, and, you know, Walker hasn't been on the field enough uh, to make an impact. So uh, it, it's going to be tough. Uh, where they go, I don't know. Could find do it maybe but he's gonna have to because it's his team for the foreseeable future well the emergence of dustin crumb has put a lot of pressure on teams that have lost starting quarterbacks when you got a fourth stringer out there winning games yep very much so he he, he looks so poised the you, know, you talk about maybe the turning point of the game yesterday i think it may well have been that 12 play drive down the stretch he looked calm composed squeezed the clock and uh, yeah he, he looked tremendous i was really surprised i wondered you know after seeing him initially if he was just the guy a, a wild horse that could run like crazy could he do other stuff the answer is yes Ken. well obviously i'm following the cfl but not as closely as i was when it was my job i haven't really looked into this crumb but i'm gonna have to like what's his story always from kent state he kind of kicked around he was a good player in the mac conference and you know trying to find an opening in the cfl and he did and you know it just so happened that there was a couple of openings in ottawa totally unexpectedly when they lose two quarterbacks uh, obviously ottawa had seen him and they brought him in so it threw him in too so do you think he's the next one or another Jonathan Jennings, whom I love, but there was a yeah. way bigger euphoria over him. I'm not prepared to anoint him anything just yet. However, yeah. you've got to be very impressed with what you've seen so far. But uh, two in a row is uh, impressive, but hardly uh, the turning point or tipping point in a season. Yeah, but good. For, you've got to be happy for Bob Dice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they're on their four, he's their fourth starting quarterback this year. So think about that. I don't know how you explain what they've done given that situation. No, I agree. Nick Arbuckle started. Uh, he's now slipped on the depth chart. Uh, then it was Mazzoli coming back. Then it was Tariq Adams. He got hurt. Mazzoli and Adams both hurt. And now Crum. Pretty shocking. I like this question from um, Kevin Olenek. And as, annou as announcers, uh, you and I would appreciate it. He says, Mark, can you talk about the late Dan Carson and his impact in-studio host of the Sam Peters. He was the public address announcer yeah. for the Calgary Stamp. 30 years? And uh, for those that aren't familiar with, yeah, 30 years with the Stamp Peters. He did the last home game on June 24th and sadly passed away the following Monday. I mean, it was barely 36 hours after the end of the game. Highly unexpectedly, uh, yeah, he'd become a very comfortable presence at McMahon Stadium and uh, had done it all that time and also knew him because uh, his real job was at Country 105 and FM station in Calgary, which is uh, under the same umbrella as our station, so obviously I'd see him a lot. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty shocking. Just uh, out of nowhere, no warning, no nothing. Yeah, sad and and a good guy, but I always, of <laughs> course, as the voice of the Rough Riders for 20 years, he would stick his head in my booth here for pronunciations because mm -hmm. he was a professional. And he just pointed at the name Alex Ogbong Bamiga. Yep. And I'm telling him how to, you should have seen his face. He's like, you're kidding. I'm like, no. Yeah. It has gotten crazier, has it not, over the years? Like recently, some of these names are just insane. Yeah, some of them are, but you gotta gotta plow through it. You gotta it. do it. Yeah. Ogbong Bamiga, Stan Peters drafted one of them, so we'll see if he you, plays his here. brother. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there are just uh, gotta find a way to do it. But you're right, uh, different players, different backgrounds. But Dan was just, and he got into that SAS Calgary rivalry too. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't like the Rough Riders any more than anybody else. Max writes in and he says Dustin Crum looks like a younger Zach Caleros, cool in the pocket, great accuracy. You go along with that? I think that's a fair comparison. I can see why you would say that. He's got to do it over a longer period, though, to convince me. But uh, you know what? So far, I would say that's a very valid comparison. He just goes about his business with a little flair and flash and gets it done. 
You know, I was talking earlier uh, when DuPont was with us about it's only Monday, right? Everybody wants to look ahead to week eight already. But let's just go back for a second. We talked about your game. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers beating Edmonton 28-14 in Winnipeg, but it was 6-6 at halftime. What's your read on those two franchises here? Because Winnipeg doesn't look like they were what they were, in, right? And Edmonton, worst team in football. They, yeah, at first, uh, you know, Winnipeg, at least Edmonton, let's give them credit for hanging in there. But they can't keep putting that kind of pressure on their defense. And that's what they've done all season long. Uh, you know, I don't know where they go from there. Uh, you know, it's got beyond the point where you can take shots at Edmonton. That, that seems almost cruel now. They're just so far out of it uh, below the rest of the teams. As for Winnipeg, uh, yeah, well, maybe it wasn't their best effort, but they're still very good. The issue they're going to run into, whether it's later this year or into next year, is a large group of veterans who are, you know, aging, and uh, maybe the wall hits them uh, sometime this year or maybe in the offseason, but I still think they're very good. I'm not going to get into the dump the uh, uh, Blue Bombers club just yet. Well, we have a heck of a lot of viewers in southern Ontario, Argos fans, Ticats fans, and was, you know, you mentioned they're 5-0, best mm -hmm. start since the 60s Yeah, that's with a rookie quarterback. Yep, yep, he is. It's a great story. He really is. No, he's done well, and uh, they're a very good team. But where, to me, they've stood out is defensively. They've been so good, and their Canadian content is as good as anybody in the league. I really like the drafting job that they've done over the last few years. So they're a very solid team. You know, the issue with Toronto through the years, they'd have a, a good team, but then the whole thing would disintegrate in a couple years later, and uh, then they have to stitch it back together. This looks like a team that's built not just for success this year, but longer-term success. There's a plan there. They're not looking over their shoulder. Uh, it's. Uh, it looks to me it's a very good, very well-run franchise. Well, I, I, I give the credit for that to Pinball Clemens. I yep. think it just flows downhill from totally. there. Totally. I agree completely. Yeah. I know Pinball has that you know, reputation as a happy-go-lucky kind of guy, but he's a pretty dedicated competitor, and he's in there uh, constantly trying to improve the team, working with people. He's not just there you know, to high-five people in the stands. He's got much more going than that. Look, you've had longevity. You're in the Hall of Fame, went in the Hall of Fame because of it. Yep. Pinball didn't last this long by just smiling. And well, that's, that's the issue, yeah. And yeah. Let's, let's look at it the last time they had a stretch of sustained success is when he was coaching. Remember, he gave up coaching a few years ago. I think, what was it, zero, four? I don't know what it was. Anyway, in the 2000s, um, they had a decent run of success where they finished above 500 for four or five years. Instead of this lurching from top to bottom, uh, you know, top of the mountain, and two years later, they're crashing. So, uh, no, he's, uh, he's far more than, as you say, just an uh, over-the-top personality. I'm sure he'd be very happy to be underestimated as well. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a reason for a lot of his success. Yeah. Hamilton Tiger Cats, 2-4, and four, last place in the East. Uh, Naylor said last hour he thinks Orlando Steinauer is safe and if anybody would know, it's Naylor. Yeah, that, I would say so. Well, I guess so. He's got eight jobs. Uh, not, not Naylor, but... Uh, uh, Maybe Naylor does Orlando too. Orlando uh, Steinauer too. Yeah. But, uh, you know, obviously they too have had quarterback issues. Uh, Schultz and Bo Levi Mitchell out for extended stretches. So, uh, But I think that's, that's quite a shock. They spent lavishly this season to be in their own Grey Cup. And as I would say, it's not likely at this moment, but there's still time to go. So that's a look. We have not yet quite got to the BC Lions, however, and their 19-9 win uh, over Saskatchewan says a lot that they were missing their top guy. And, yep. the, and the backup was able to rally them to victory. Yeah, and it sounds like uh, the injury to Adams is not as serious as first feared. He may miss a game or two, but uh, that's fine. Uh, they're still a good team. They're very deep. I like their defense as well, especially their secondary. And uh, BC's a, a team certainly to be reckoned with. I think at this stage of the season, which is roughly the one-third, three teams have separated themselves. That would be the BC Lions, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and the Toronto Argonauts. Next segment, uh, we'll get into all the other sports that we've been talking about today. But here in this, we have three minutes left. Nelson, uh, one of the viewers, says the Argos currently hold the CFL's highest year-over-year -year growth in attendance at 28%. He says winning and exciting players is making a dent in the Toronto market. Last hour, a viewer asked about the health of the CFL. How, would, how do you feel it is? Same as it's ever been. They're, they're, yeah. There's always... 
two or three franchises that are scuffling along and uh you know, as the crowds are down a little bit, but is that a function of uh, everywhere where, you know, live events are not as big as they were? I mean, that's an issue there. But I don't worry about the long-term health. I worry about, you know, some teams and where they're going. Obviously, Edmonton is a major problem yeah. with uh, the issues there. I'm glad. I know Toronto's attendance is up. I know Calgary's got a lot of work to do. So, uh, but overall, I'm not worried about the health of it, no. I, I have less concern over it for a variety of reasons. Um, the league doesn't want us talking about it. so there's And I'd rather just enjoy the games because, you know what, that's far more interesting to talk about. I agree totally. And they've yeah. been great. You Entertainment's know? been nonstop. Yeah, I, I agree totally. So. Arlen Bruce the third's watching. He says, uh, t- in 2004, Pinball Clemens moved mountains. I was a witness. Yes, you were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was there on the team. I mean, that's... Just a very, very, very special guy, uh, Pinball Clemens. And, and I guess we give the kudos for their tremendous start to Pinball. Um, touchdown Atlantics this weekend. You've been in them. What did you like about it? Well, first of all, we played Moncton, which was a really nice stadium. I could yeah. see that being easily converted to a CFL stadium. Um, you know, they want to play in Halifax as the largest city in that market. I was told that uh, things were trending well to getting a new stadium prior to COVID. But then, you know, the city uh, and the province there, everything just shut down. And that was put pushed to the margin. So I'm not saying it won't happen. It's been the eternal quest for a franchise there. Hope it happens. But uh, Touchdown Atlantic, uh, I, I think, is a good test for the franchise. I think it's working. Uh, I hope it's a sign of a breakthrough to come for a permanent 10th franchise, which would <laughs> solve so many issues. In our lifetime? Well, I've only been alive for whatever. How long so, do we plan to live? Yeah, I know. That's just the issue. I mean, you've heard about this forever, so that that's why I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I mean, the Atlantic schooners have been promised forever in a day, so don't know, but uh, I hope so. Well, it is a fantastic event, isn't yep, it? They say, no question. I, what do you call it? A tent pole event on the calendar. Yeah, yeah, very much so. It's a marquee regular season yeah. game, just like the Labor Day weekend is, just like opening uh, uh, weekend is. So, yeah, it's certainly a marquee event and uh, good for those teams to go back there again. So, there you go, folks. A 100% CFL segment with Mark Stephen. When we come back, we'll talk about all the other things and answer your questions. The Progressive Insurance text line is open 902-518-3033 to field those. And we'll be back in a moment live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com. 19 plus. Use your game sense. Welcome back live, Century Downs Racetrack and Casino, the place to be, our home for the rest of summer. I love the horses, it's a lot of fun, but it's not cowboys. Mark Stevens here, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders. You would know this, Mark Steven, it ain't cowboys, the racing crowd's different than cowboys. Yeah, totally. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, very much so. It's uh, just a little different. This is uh, different. It's got uh, racetracks. It's going to host the chuck wagons here at the end of the August, which will be very exciting. So looking forward to that. World Professional Chuck Wagon Association. Yep. Worlds are here third week in August. So we're all excited and to be part of it. And bonus of the ch- that kind of chuck wagon racing. The stampede is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But here you can get right up side by side. See? Yep. Four wide. See, we got a walking, talking advertisement here. See, four, four wide. See, Stampede's only three wide. 
for safety reasons. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I know I'm not just a pretty face. I know. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm excited to be at all these events here uh, through the month of August. And from Max, from the audience, he says the RP Show still the best source for CFL news. Keep it up, guys. Also, sports talk on QR yep. Calgary. There tonight, yep. And Max says CFL fans love a winner. Note attendance jumps in Toronto and BC and drop in Edmonton. That's sports. Yep. That's, That's not, unique. not unique to anybody, yeah. We do have to talk about for a second, though, hot dog gate. I can't let you get out of here without talking about them running out of hot dogs at halftime. And I wouldn't have known about it, but I was listening to your post-game show, and the guy said he's going to cancel his season tickets because his grandson was upset they ran out of hot dogs. Well, the background is they advertised a drink, a soft drink or water, and a hot dog for $3. I think that's quite fair, quite nice. I mean, one of the big complaints at all arenas is the outlandish prices for uh, concession items. So this was a good idea, but when they got to the front of the lot, pardon me, uh, they were gone. They'd run out of them. So I can understand why he'd be pretty annoyed and frustrated. Maybe if they had said a limited quantity or a limited time or something, but the implication was it'd show up, buy a hot dog and a drink uh, for $3. And yeah. some people couldn't. It's tough. Uh... I'm a little bit on the stamp side on this one because I owned a restaurant and I know business. And I just remember one time when the Raptors were making their big run. A lot of people were upset that Jersey City and Regina didn't have a Kawhi Leonard Raptors jersey. They couldn't believe it. People are taking to social media. Why don't you have one? Because last week, nobody wanted one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a supply and demand thing and all the rest. And I'm sure the Stamps taking the fans' uh, complaints Well, I hope so, because you know, it was a good idea, but you don't want to leave a sour taste in people's mouths. And clearly somewhere, I've seen other social media comments as well. Well, and it's like literally, uh, hope you had a good enough time and you come back. Yeah. Because right? it was a beautiful night. Yeah. Everything no, no, I, I agree. I, I hope that isn't the uh, deciding point for a lot of people, but, but it's frustrating, I'm sure. For Nelson also writes in, he says, breaking news, Bo Levi Mitchell's practicing today at Ty Cats practice, meaning the Ty Cats will be pulling him off the sixth game early. Any thoughts before we move on? Hope he's healthy. Yeah. Love to see it. Uh, you know, it's been a rough uh, transition to Hamilton. So hope he's healthy. Let's see if, uh, you know, without seeing the practice or knowing what the circumstances are, I don't know if that means he's uh, ready to play or not. But uh, good for him. Hope he does. So I'm just going to have you take a swing at our poll question today, which is for Key Auto Group. Key Auto Group, driven by safety, experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. The question mark is, because our television partner is anchored out of Toronto, Maple Leafs goalie Ilya Samsonov was awarded a one-year contract worth $3.5 million from an arbitrator on Sunday. One year, $3.55 million. He wanted 4.9. The Leafs only wanted to pay him 2.4 million. Is this a good deal or not? Or can't decide? I voted can't decide. What would you vote? Yeah, he doesn't. Doesn't make me excited. No, he doesn't do much for me. Good for him. Good for the Leafs. Good for the you know. No, he he doesn't excite me in any way. But obviously, he's got some something to offer at Toronto. But doesn't surprise he went to arbitration. But so be it. That's his right. That's exa that's his right exactly. But I don't think of him as the guy. No, I don't either. That's why he did right. Doesn't do anything for me. I'm not saying he's awful. He's no, just the guy. Just there. Yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. what the salary is. So uh, that's kind of why I can't decide. I guess it's yeah. I'm, I'm undecided. I, I'm not going to sit there and bash it, but I'm not going to praise it either. It's just yeah, just is. So. We could go down a few roads here. I, I wrote in my weekend column the five things I'm looking forward to the most in the NFL season and five things I'm looking forward to the most in the NHL season. And I know you're full-on football right now. But yeah. You're also a sports caster. Oh, yeah. Doing lots of hockey stuff, I know. Are you? So yeah. what, what are the five things off the top of your head that you, that you would be following this year? in the NHL. Well, I have you been most curious? Yeah, I guess obviously uh, one of the big ones is uh, is uh, Vegas going to be able to repeat? Yeah, that's uh, one of mine. They've been, uh, you know, uh, aggressive in the trade market, I got to say that, and uh, a lot of people like that can, uh, you know, Florida bounce back again, or is it just a one-and-done kind of thing? Uh, will Patrick Kane play again? He's obviously a guy that's on the sidelines again. Um, you know, is there a elite Canadian team in the NHL? I don't think so. So at this stage, I could be wrong there. And, 
Are there some trades still to be consummated, i.e. with uh, Winnipeg and Calgary yeah. with some pending FA? So it'll be five right off the top of my head that I can think of. There's undoubtedly some other I've overlooked, but those are, those are five. Those are right. three of my five, right? Oh, there. Okay. Those are three of them. You didn't mention the Flames and Ryan Huska and Craig Conroy here. You know, and, and will that exercise the demons of what that franchise has? Because if it doesn't, then what? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, uh, but like, uh, you know, Daryl and people before, this team's stuck in the mushy middle. Yeah. This is not the worst franchise. They've never, there's only two teams that have never drafted higher than four. One of them is Vegas, which is pretty obvious because they haven't been around, and the Flames. So they've never had an elite player. They did draft as high as four. Um, so they've never had a great draft pick. They've always been good. I mean, this was kind of a tough year. They finished just out of the playoffs. So, you know, they weren't in the playoffs, nor did they get a, an elite prospect. They got, I guess, a pretty good one at uh, the guy from Vancouver. So I guess it's just a challenge that this team perennially faces to get out of the mushy middle. They're generally there, and, uh, you know, they've, uh, since they won the Cup in 1989, been out of the first round three times. That's not exactly, you know, a recipe for uh, success and longevity. It's quite interesting you say that because from what I hear from the fans, and quite often I let, sit in the crowd at the saddle, they're like, we'd, either, we'd take being really bad. They want that. Well, we'll see. Then you know what I'm done. Not, you know what I mean. Yeah. But it's, it's to get a high pick. It's what you've just explained. Yeah, it? it's an issue, but, uh, yeah. you know, the easiest part of that approach is the teardown. That's easy. It's waiting the years for all these prospects. If they all, you hit on enough of them, if it all works out. I mean, it's nice to get excited about Edmonton and what they're doing now, but let's not forget, for a decade, they were terrible. And Buffalo went through the same thing. When's the last time they were in the playoffs? They, I think they got a nice and lineup, and, still I, not. and, and I do just. think they've got a lineup that will make the playoffs, but have they? There's a lot of flack flying in Ottawa, too. Where are they? You know, there's uh, the general manager and the coach are really under the gun, and, you know, new ownership coming in. They might have a different approach there. As I say, beware the fake news, because like, there's all this talk about Ottawa. They're going to be great. Where's the results? Buffalo, I can see it coming. Yep. And I'll give Kevin Adams a lot of credit. Yep, yep. Because he had never been a GM before, and yep. he's made some unbelievable trades. Uh, uh, Glenn in Medicine Hat. I'll take a real quick answer of this. Uh, he says, so Mark and Rod, were you both calling the game on Black Sunday, the 2009 Grey Cup in Calgary? Would be interested to hear both your calls at the end of the game. Well, number one, Mark wasn't. It was a chorus uh, yeah. network thing. I was part of the crew, but I was not uh, broadcasting. Yeah, and I mean, you and I know the story. They wanted me to call one half of the game. And I thought that was ridiculous. I guess you're used to doing that as a chorus guy. I just, and then they were upset that I was upset. I said, you wouldn't ask a ref to do half the game. I said, all or none, and that's not being arrogant. But I relented and did the first half. Were you in the booth for that? Pretty sure I was, press yeah. box anyways. That yeah. was the press box for sure. Yeah, yeah, and then the second half, Rick Moffin did it. Yeah, yeah. But at the 13th man thing at the end of the game, my phone, you know how your cell phone, uh, you don't get messages when the stadium fills up, right? It was after the stadium emptied that my phone started going ding, 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 ding. All these messages were coming in, and Rick Moffat was nice enough to say, looks like the Riders are going to win. Why don't you come up and call the end of the game? I'm glad I didn't. I'm yeah. glad I didn't. Didn't want to be around for that. The top five NFL stories with training camps opening up off the top of your head. Well, he's one. Can Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, one of mine. make the New York Jets relevant again? <laughs> uh, can uh, Mahomes keep it up? He uh, seems to be the dominant player of this generation. Uh, a lot of pressure on him. Uh, can the Arizona Cardinals be relevant? That's a team I follow as well. They, so, yeah, there's a lot of Cardinals fans yeah, there, right? Yeah, a lot of people go down there and watch them. Uh, can the Giants come to terms with Barkley, a really good running back? I really like him, but not happening right now and uh you know we also get a lot of seattle seahawks stuff here where are they you know uh, denver broncos got russell wilson from them where's that going so those are some of the stories i'll be following it's it is fun to talk about like last hour duponts included sean payton being in charge of the denver broncos yeah if he had to pick a team that he was going to come back to that wouldn't have been the one 
for me, like I, I would have thought it would a bigger name franchise like my Dallas Cowboys yeah. or something like that. But yeah. obviously he wouldn't have gone somewhere that he didn't think he'd have a chance to win. Right, I agree. And, uh, you know, he probably got all the assurances from ownership they were going to do a bunch of things. And let's see what happens. Maybe he can revive the uh, picture there. Jeff in Winnipeg says, yes, me too, Mark. Go AZ Cards. It's been tough slugging there. Oh, yeah. Pretty much since Bruce Arians left. Yep, very much so. He had, he had some kind of a touch there with the players, no question. And, uh, you know, Kyler Murray's, uh, we'll see. We'll just see. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith in them, but uh, we'll see what happens. Have, I, you, I, have you been down to see him play live? No. The Cards? I've seen the Cardinals preseason, but not uh, that was before he got there. I'd like to see him live. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'd like to, too. So. Well, they... Um, what are, I guess they put the eggs in that basket. That's totally. the one thing about the NFL with the money. Once you commit financially, you're done. Yep. Right? Yep. Because basically, uh, you know, it's uh, that old too big to fail scenario, right? Yeah, you'd, well, you'd better produce. Although the Raiders got out from underneath the uh, Derek Carr contract. Yep. So I guess you can do it. Yeah. But, uh, well, that's about all I have. Any parting thoughts, Mark? It goes well, I just want an NFL thing. I'd like to yeah. I want to see which direction Washington goes under new ownership now. That's a franchise that, you know, was uh, one of the more muscular heavyweight franchises for a long time. They've kind of gone to the margins lately, so we'll see. Well, uh, when they've been in the news, it's not for football reasons. I'd heard that Washington is the best NFL city of the 32 NFL cities, and I would think that's saying some because they're all great. But it's the team, the city that loves their team the most. I've heard that again recently. I've heard it over the years. Have you ever heard that? I heard that about Washington. I've heard it's a rallying point because uh, so many people come from different places, and that's the one thing you can rally around in Washington. But i yeah, is the is the team. I haven't heard there that it's the best. I've also I've heard that about other cities too. So yeah. I, I'm not going to say that Washington. I'm sure they do. I don't dispute that. But I, I've heard it from other cities. One thing we can agree on is they deserve better than what they've had. Yep, totally. I, I agree with that totally. And uh, you know, but it is. Uh, you know, it's been a franchise. It's had a lot of success a long time ago, mind you. So. Let's see. Let's just see what the new ownership does. Hey, and last, this brought people are bringing up the name change of the commanders. Will they stay on or not? This one of the Stamps fans I sat with last night on that couch. He believes the Edmonton Elks have not won a home game because they changed the name. Karma. Do you believe? That? Be amazing how if they had a consistent quarterbacking, how the name change would fade into the background. It's a convenient excuse. Convenient excuse, yeah. yeah. All right, Mark. Say hi to my friend Dave Dickinson for yep. me, and thanks for coming down. Okay, good. Yeah, looking forward to it. The voice of the Calgary Stampeders, Mark Stephen, joining us. We're going to New York next. Zig Fricasse joins us from Sirius XM NFL Radio. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio Podcast and YouTube Live. Get the card that gets you every blockbuster movie this summer for just $9.99. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. Every movie. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. $9.99. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. The Flash. Oppenheimer. The Little Mermaid. Barbie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. The Meg 2. And Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. You get the idea, but we're running out of time. Every ticket just $9.99. Get all the movies. Get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. For movie lovers. We are live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino, such an awesome place. And we're brought to you in part by Factor Meals, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Go check them out, factormeals.com slash Peterson50. That'll get you 50% off your first order. America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, Factor Meals. Proud sponsors of the RP Show. I'm sure Zig Fricasse would love them from Sirius XM NFL Radio. He's always got something smart and witty to say before we get into the hardcore four-down talk. So what do you got, Zig? What do you got for us today, brother? Yeah, that Calgary Stampeder. Dude, was that freaking game wild last night? Eight lead changes. The kid from uh, Cal Davis were my... Friend uh, Dan Hawkins coached. Meyer was outstanding last night. Boy, you talk about a riveting game with Ottawa and Calgary. That was off the chains, Rod. 
Hey, I got to think you're loving this new TV deal with CBS Sports Network for the Canadian Football League. I am when I'm in Florida half the time. Every game I want to watch seems to be on. Is that where you're watching it? Uh, you're following it pretty close, I see. Yeah, it, it's there. And also, um, I guess now CFL.ca has got an enhanced app. That's, see, that's the one difference, though, where I think in the years past used to have the games on uh, the ESPN app. So I, I get it. Fortunately, you got the uh, fire stick, and that seems to work out very, very well. But, yeah, the, the league's been good. Chad Kelly, got to wonder if maybe now the NFL won't be knocking uh, on the door for the nephew of the former Buffalo Bills legend, Jim Kelly. He's looked awfully good. So uh, the season's been pretty good thus far. It has. And uh, you can see that he is an NFL caliber quarterback. He's trying to make his way there. We're kind of taking our back there. It's a bit of a uh, informal poll, Zig. Top five NFL storylines going into training camps in the season. What are yours? What are the things you're most curious to see here in the National Football League? Well, before I answer that, Rod, we've got breaking news. I'm off today, yet we're breaking news on this show. Uh, there it is. C.J. Stroud has come to terms with the Houston Texans' second overall pick. So it looks like four years, just over $36 million all guaranteed. So now you still have a couple number one picks to go. But uh, within the last few days, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud both have agreed to terms. I, I guess you could say Bryce Young would be a storyline for mm. 2023. Does he make an immediate impact? Rod is the Carolina starter. I heard your previous guest. I agree with him. You know, with the Chiefs, is there a possibility of a repeat, which hasn't been done since the uh, Patriots back in 2004, 2005? So that would be one Um you know, another one, uh, Aaron Rodgers, obviously, now being, you know, live basically five miles from MetLife Stadium. So you hear all the hype going on there with Rodgers. Does he still have anything left in the tank? Or was maybe last year a sign of things to come because he wasn't as great as he normally was with the Green Bay Packers? So I think that's another uh, storyline worth watching. Uh, it'll be interesting for me to see Sean Payton. You know, can he regain the fastball out in Denver after a year or so absence away? And conversely, too, can he get the bus, the best out of Russell Wilson? Is Can Russ cook or is Russ cooked? I think uh, we could definitely look at that, too. And then, you know, a couple of things, other things that I'm kind of watching, obviously. Can the Cowboys finally get over that proverbial hump? 12 wins in each of the last two seasons. McCarthy now handling the play calling. Uh, will that benefit Dak Prescott? Will Tony Pollard, Rod, be the feature back considering Zeke Elliott's no longer there? And let's not forget, Pollard coming off a major injury, too. And I think in Buffalo, you know, I, to me, it looks as like the Chiefs and maybe the Bengals have superseded them. Is this sort of a last hurrah for Josh Allen and the Bills in terms of their cast? I mean, because Allen's a fixture there, but... You know, with the off-season issues, Stefan Diggs, you know, they never explain why Leslie Frazier left. So those are a few of the things, long answer to your question, that I'm looking at in 2023. Hey, I appreciate the answer. That's good. Um, what's your take on the commanders? Do you think that they will change the name, A, and B, what does the new ownership signal for the franchise, do you think? Well... First of all, Magic Johnson's tormenting me again. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. BB and a Celtics fan, of course, and of course, you know, the great rivalry he had with the Lakers, uh, you know, uh, so you got that aspect into it. But because, Rod, to me, here's a guy, everything he touches seems to turn to gold. I mean, all the businesses he's invested in in the Los Angeles area, and I think he has business ties in D.C., of course, he has a ring with the Dodgers from a few years ago as a World Series champion. So everything that guy gets involved with usually succeeds. Uh, to me, it also represents, you know, we've had a few guests on our show this past weekend. Former quarter, uh, quarterback Fred Smoot was with us. Uh, Logan Paulson, uh, the one-time tight end. And it seemed like both of them said that this was more like a breath of fresh air. Uh, maybe a cleansing of the air. And you got to remember, these guys both played for and worked for Dan Snyder. So their involvement there was a little bit of a tricky scenario, so to speak. But in the end, 
you know, Josh Allen or Josh uh, Harris, that is the new owner. You know, let's face it. They had to tear things down in Philadelphia. The process we all know about 76ers have still not been a championship caliber team yet. So watch that. And then with the Devils, now they look like an exciting young team. They were 8-8-1 eight, eight last year, Rod. I'm not sure they have to do a complete teardown, but they've got to get something out of Sam Howell. they got to have McLaren be the feature guy once again. they got to get Chase Young back on the field. This was a top pick a couple of years ago. He has not stayed on the field. If they get him healthy, Howell develops, I think the commanders knock on the door and with that enthusiasm there in D.C., once again, uh, maybe in our nation's capital, football become relevant again. Yeah, well, they're in the NFC East at 88-1, fourth place. There wasn't a team <laughs> in the division below 500, interestingly enough. And, and lastly, we're talking about, you know, Kyler Murray in Arizona. <clears throat> you saw it with our last guest, Mark Steven. And, you know, when you give a guy big money, it's a huge gamble. And you got to wear the weight of that contract. Yet the Raiders were able to get rid of Derek Carr. So I guess you could get out from under a big contract, but it ain't easy to do. Oh, not at all. And, you know, we just saw yesterday, in fact, Rod, Jimmy Garoppolo, who's going to replace Carr, was cleared uh, from his foot injury. So he'll be eased back in as, you know, the Raiders begin their practices ramping up towards the preseason. Uh, Kyler, of course, coming off that major knee injury last year. Plus, there's been knocks about his lack of leadership, his lack of maturity. And in fact, when they had to put something in the contract where basically they ensure that he studies, or they give him incentives. Uh, I never understood why they, they committed so long term to him, even when they didn't need to. But hopefully in the end, maybe this process of healing uh, you know, rededicates the young man to the craft of playing football because when he's on the field, Rod, he is an electric talent. And we saw that the Cardinals were a playoff team a couple of years ago before they had that infamous uh, collapse in 2021 and it got their doors blown off against the Rams in the playoffs that year. So a lot going on in the desert. Hopefully he's able to be the guy to get things turned around uh, but I'm looking at more of a significant retool, if not a rebuild, for the Arizona Cardinals in 2023. Okay, and you never get to talk about this. Your Boston Bruins losing to my oh, Florida Panthers in round one, sorry, last year. Losing Taylor Hall. Uh, losing a lot of guys. Well, you know, yeah. How are you feeling? Yeah, but the Bruins coming back this year. Well... <laughs> But let's face it, Rod, they were going to take a step back this year anyway because they're not getting 135 points again, all right? Uh, and by the way, congrats to the Panthers. They earned it. I think the last three games of that series, they were clearly the better team, the more wanting-it team, if you want to describe it that way. Kachuk was an absolute beast. Boston looked rattled once they really amped up the forecheck on them. Uh, having said that, you know, I, I I don't I don't think we need to shovel dirt on the Bruins just yet. Uh, you still have a pretty good core base involving Pasternak. You still have a core base there with McAvoy, Lindholm, and it looks as though they're going to stay with the two goalie system of Allmark and Swayman. Uh, some prudent free agent signings. I think Lucic's return that's going to bring some fire and brimstone. Uh, the Shattenkirk and JVR the ads rod. Here's two guys that maybe you're on the descend of their career, but played for bad teams, maybe play for a contender that revives them a little bit. Going to be curious if youngsters like McCruloff and also Lowry are able to make that next step up in 2023 and 24. But of course, will number 37 be back? Of course, the future Hall of Famer and today's birthday boy, by the way, Patrice Bergeron, will he return? My hunch would say yes, because this coming season, is year number 100 in the long and storied history of the Boston Bruins. But let's not shovel dirt on them just yet. They won't be as strong, but I don't think they'll be drafted number one in next year's draft. I can say that with certainty. Well, I'll tell you what, Zig, you're a lot tamer and nicer than most Bruins fans, and I'm friends with a lot of uh, the security and ushers at FLA Live Arena. They're like, we tossed 37 Bruins fans out of here last round. <laughs> 
It was because they played the Leafs at round two. They're like, what are we going to expect from these Leafs fans? I said, oh, they're fine. They're harm. They're annoying as hell, but they're harmless. They're not like Bruins fans. They're going to get drunk and start fights. You're not like that, Zig, so I appreciate it. Thanks for the time, and uh, enjoy the season, Zig. We'll do it again soon. Rod, anytime. And by the way, just a little hip- historical footnote, the both times that the Panthers have made the Stanley Cup final, they had to get through Boston in the opening round. So how about that? Uh, they thank Boston a lot. <laughs> have a good one, Zig. <laughs> thank All you. Right, brother. We'll be right back. Be good, with, Rod. We'll be right back uh, with overtime right after this on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio Podcast, and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games. Your favorite live table games and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. We're broadcasting live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. By the way, guys, Hims helps guys like you with all your health and wellness needs. Are you having issues in the bedroom? You're not alone, but Hims has you covered. Hims has lots of personalized options to treat ED like Viagra, Cialis, and hard mints. New, discreet, and only available through Hims. At 4hims.com slash care, you can access licensed medical providers and trusted treatments for ED 100% online. If prescribed, HIMS will ship to you for free in discreet packaging. It's that simple. 4hims.com. Check it out. Well, we've covered a heck of a lot of ground here today. And not surprisingly, that Leafs poll question has still got a lot of people talking. More than I thought that it would, but I should have known. It's the Toronto Maple Leafs. Their goalie, Ilya Samsonov, awarded by an arbitrator a one-year contract for $3.55 million on Sunday. The poll question is, good deal, bad deal? What are they saying on YouTube, Clark? It's a 50-50 on YouTube, right? What are they? It's one or the other. 75% 75% saying it's a good deal. And it's interesting, kind of depends how you look at it. Moose was saying, good deal for the Leafs. I kind of meant, is it a good deal for Samsonov? John in Rosetown writes in, and he says the Leafs, the best Leafs have at this, he's the best the Leafs have at this point. He's not a marquee guy, but they need someone. Team already went well over the cap. And he says, uh, regarding the Rough Riders losing at BC. He says, coming from a Rider fan and listening to the comments, I understand why people are frustrated with the in-game decisions made by Craig Dickinson and Kelly Jeffrey. The fact is that pool of candidates for CFL coaching jobs is not deep. Regarding the Edmonton Elks being 0-7, and they have not won a home game since changing the name, and will they fire Chris Jones? Brian writes in on the Progressive Insurance text line, and he says, I don't think it's that they can't afford to fire him. It's that they can't because of the stupid salary cap on coaches. How Randy Ambrosi and the Board of Governors think this is good for the league is beyond me. Well, I can tell you that we're not going to figure it out today. But that's kind of what we're saying. Of course, the Edmonton Elks have money to fire Chris Jones. Everybody's saying it's because of the cap. And breaking news out of Edmonton today, the Edmonton Elks have released linebacker Toby Antigua and wide receiver Maurice French. <laughs> Jeff, the Stampeders fan, is in feeling a rather morbid frame of mind today. He said, Rod, inquiring minds want to know. Evening of November 29th, 2009, what went on? Did you all stay away from each other and do your own thing? Was there a team dinner slash reception? Did you just fly home? That's the 13th man Grey Cup he's talking about. And boy, do they take a delicious amount of deliciousness talking about that in Calgary. Comes up a lot. 
because they see me as the rider guy. But your specific question is what happened after that game? We were staying downtown. The hotel, I can't remember the name of it. I think it was the Hyatt. And we did have a team reception afterwards. And uh, you're not going to believe this. is 100% true story. I have a sleepwalking problem. And it goes back to my youth. And a lot of times I'll sleepwalk and not even know and be returned to my room. That night, I was so distraught. Beer might have been involved too. But I woke up in another room. And it was with a cameraman from Sportsnet by the name of Corey Blaschel. Woke up the next morning. I rolled over in bed, <clears throat> elbowed this guy, elbowed this body, and heard this. <clears throat> I'm like, what the hell? Where am I? And Corey said, you don't remember? And I'm like, no. He goes, you were roaming the lobby back and forth, sleepwalking. As I brought you up here because you, you were asleep. You didn't know your room number. I'm like, well, thank you. So then we had a 9 a.m. flight back to Saskatchewan. And I remember being, as a team, and I remember being with the, uh, well, the coaches. And one of them, whom I will not name, was extremely distraught at the screw-up of having, how do you have one too many men on the last play of a championship game that you're winning? This was an assistant coach pointing the finger at another assistant coach, the head coach, and the 13th man. So it was a very fragmented group, obviously, and uh, something that we don't really like talking about. But since you brought it up, we'll answer it. Okay, a big, uh, wonderful first day here at Century Downs. Thank you to Mark Stephen for coming down. TSN's Dave Naylor. NFL Radio, Zig Fricasi. We'll do it all over again with a new cast and crew tomorrow, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain, right here at Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network, the key radio, podcast, and YouTube. See you then. Have a great day, everybody. McFly, hello. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.